Oh, we haven't talked in such a long time. Yeah. I feel like so much has happened. (laughs) I know. You like, so I was like ill again and then you were out of the country. Yeah. And then you came back and I was sick again. (laughs) And then I have to move. And now, yeah, you have to move and then I'm about to have surgery. So (laughs) (laughs) we like what was it, like two months <laughs> yeah we have not talked to like two months <laughs> it's been so long yeah Hello and welcome to OK But Hear Me Out, a healthy conversation podcast about our favorite fandoms and latest obsessions. I'm your host, Cassie. And I'm Lisa. And on this podcast, our friends and I will be trying to convince each other to dive into our latest favorites. Except not in this case. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is mostly geared towards anime slash manga. However, we have many other not-so-guilty pleasures that we'd be happy to share. Woo! It's been so long. And a long... Huh? I said it's been so long. <laughs> it, it has. Um, I actually have to look at my notes right now because I'm like, what am I supposed to say again? <laughs> it's been like two months. Yeah. Anywho, we have a rule. There's only one rule, and it is that our feelings are canon meaning that feelings are real to those that are feeling them. So please don't bash others for having different feelings than you, especially in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we know the rule of the podcast, let's start the conversation. Woo. So Lisa, you're going to go first. What are you talking about? So today I will be talking about Pokemon. Woo. <laughs> and then I will be talking about Digimon. And before anybody says anything, it has nothing to do with one being better than the other. I Because I know somebody's going to be like, well, why is Pokemon in front of Digimon? Or is why Digimon like this out of the other? Like people are going to have, well, maybe not. We don't get that many comments, to be honest. But like somebody might say something. And I'm like, listen, that's just the way the cookie crumbled. That's how it felt. <laughs> Lisa, it's her turn to talk about first. Or talk. Oh, my gosh. That's just how it worked out. Okay. Yeah. It's Lisa's turn to talk first, and her topic was Pokemon, so that's just how it worked out. Yeah. All cool. Right. So, Lisa, take it away. Okay. So, disclaimer. A lot of this, because we've been a little off for the past two months, will mostly be of my memory. I did do some research, and I will mostly be talking about the first generation of Pokemon, because this franchise is so big that I just... We can't get to everything in this episode. This would be a three-hour-long podcast, and that's just I, on Pokemon. <laughs> no, I get you. I kind of did something similar. I kind of talked about Digimon in general, mm-hmm. and then I kind of talk about like what I enjoy about each season-ish. Okay. I don't know. We'll get to it in a second. You yeah, go I'll, first. I'll get to essentially what it is. So, Pokemon, originally called Pocket Monsters in Japan, which is adorable, it was created by Satoshi Tajiri, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, with an assistance of Ken Sugimori. Yeah. Pokemon was first released in 1996 outside of Japan. And first released as a game and then expanded to an anime, a manga, books, a spin-off 
game called Pokemon Go, things like that. It is a pretty simple gameplay where the, you are a character who is walking around a fictional land. We'll start with uh, Kanto, if you will. You pick your starter Pokemon, normally a fire, water, and plant type Pokemon. You travel the region collecting and training your Pokemon, collect badges from fighting other trainers. You have, you normally will have a rival whose Pokemon is the antithesis of yours, and just sporadically see the world throughout this game. Sometimes there are side quests and whatnot, and your main goal is to become, you know, the best trainer there. Me and my family loved this game <laughs> as a kid. We were a giant Pokemon family. My mom played the game more than we did. We each had our own game consoles. We would play from Game Boy to Game Boy Color to the Nintendo DS up until we just stopped playing games, if you will. But it was a huge yeah. fan culture in my house. My mom loved Pikachu. We collected cards. We watched the movies. We watched the TV show. Yeah, just for the first generation. <laughs> I did grow out a little bit of it or it just wasn't my special interest as I got older, but that's it, fair. It was a very important bonding event, I guess, for myself, my sisters and my mom. It was something we just all loved collectively. And there wasn't a lot in our house that we all loved collectively and Pokemon was it. And I remember like fighting my sisters because we would have like our own Pokemon fighting each other. I remember fighting my mom, not physically, obviously, us fighting our Pokemons. And it was just, <laughs> so I don't know what about it. I don't even know how we started, but we just did. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, my mom was never into Pokemon, but me and my brother, like during the summer, mm -hmm. we definitely would spend all day like we would get up really early and we'd stop playing pokemon and we'd spend all day on the couch playing pokemon we literally wouldn't move maybe to go to the bathroom maybe <laughs> yeah. to get a snack from the kitchen but all day and my mom get home we're in the same spots on the couch she goes have you guys even moved all day we're like no yeah i remember because this is how serious it was in our house we had a pokemon game and it was i want to say pokemon red yeah because red was my mom's favorite color and this was a collective family game. So we all, because you know, you can only play one player at a time for each story. Yeah. So we would all play at different times for whatever reason. But we would always know, like, this is our story. We started the game. We're going to finish it. I had bought the game to school. I had after school. I was playing it. And for whatever reason, the counselor in that after school was just being a bully so he was telling me to put the game away. And I, I really remember this because my mom got upset. But I was confused as to why I had to do that because it was like a free time and other people had their games out. Like we were allowed to have games. Yeah. And he was just like, no, you can't play. You have to put yours away. And I, and it, it was at that time when you're in the middle of a battle and you can't pause the game because you're in the middle of a battle. <laughs> and I remember being upset because I had to turn it off in the middle of this battle. So I was going to lose all that progress. So I was like, fine, whatever. I turn off the thing, the game, and I put it in my bag. And he didn't like that. So he made me give my game to him. And I was just like, why? I put it away. And he still argued with me. But because I was like eight, I think, I was like, well, he's the adult. So I have to give him my game, even though I hate it. I gave him my game. I go on with the rest of my after school. He returns the game back to me afterwards. I'm on my way home. I put my game in. He had started a brand new game. 
I remember being so pissed because we were pretty far in this game. We had oh, collected no. so Absolutely much. Absolutely. I would, I'm bad. Wait, I'm no, bad. I told my mom and I was pissed because I was like, what? Because I remember going on it. It was like right at the beginning where you had to choose a new starter. And I was like, what do you mean? We have our starters. We're levels away. Like what's going on? I told my mom. She got so pissed the next day. Oh we, my she comes into my after school and she's like, who's the counselor that did that? So I point him out and she's like, hi, this is unacceptable. Why would you do that? She spent a lot of time on this game. I spent a lot of this time in this game. That wasn't necessary. And I remember being upset because he started laughing. And I was like, well, for starters, I'm already pissed because now you like ruined no, I don't this Pokemon like that. game. Like, laughing? And yeah. And he was like a teenager or like a young adult, you know, older than me, but like still younger than my mom. And I'm like, this was clearly a problem because you took property that wasn't yours and messed it up. And yeah, he and then he started laughing at my mom and I was always very protective of my mom. So I'm like, oh, you oh, think this is funny? Yeah, she went to the higher up and he got I, in trouble. But I just remember like that's how deep it was in our house. We were such big fans that we were like. But my also, mom. it's just like common gamer etiquette. You yeah. don't start somebody's game over. That's exactly. just wrong. It was just so, like, where was that necessary? And I, like, explained the whole story. I was like, he just was seemed to be in a mood, and he wanted only me to put my thing away. And I, I felt like I was targeted. And I was just so upset. We had to restart our game. I mean, we got to our next level really relatively quickly because we were already playing the game. But it was just... Why would you do that? And I just that I remember that being like a central memory around Pokemon with how serious we loved it in our house. There's a whole nostalgia factor of it. And I love that newer generations are still enjoying it. Like my nephew, he's 12, loves Pokemon. And that makes me so happy because had my mom still been here, I know they would have loved playing together. Now, yeah. anytime I... Oh, I think your mom would have loved Pokemon Go. Uh, yeah, she definitely would have loved Pokemon Go. <laughs> but it's just my nephew is raised in Germany. And he came to America. And he's and he's just like, yeah, I love Pokemon. I'm like, I'm sorry. You know what that is? <laughs> like, hello? <laughs> I'm so stupid and old. Oh, gosh. No. I was like, that's so great that you love Pokemon. That's another thing that I could relate to or enjoy with him. Because it's still a very popular franchise and it's interesting because his first language is technically german so all his characters also have different names so it's nice when we talk to each other i'm like oh do you like this pokemon he's like oh it's called this in german and i'm just like that's so great <laughs> it's just little things like that and i'm like my mom would have loved you i mean she already did but i was like yeah. there are just so many things about his personality and things that he enjoys that my mom was a huge fan of and i'm like y'all would have been so close this is like just something y'all would have loved and it's just i love how it's like still generational you know i'm yeah. 30 and people my age still love it and then there's my nephew who's 12 who is now very much into it at the store i work at because we sell pokemon cards still i love seeing all the kids come in and then telling their parents what to get it's still ongoing it's still going yeah which is amazing you know especially because like growing up we would watch like you mentioned saturday morning cartoons me my sisters and my mom watching ash ketchum trying to be the greatest pokemon master <laughs> and watching him succeed and fail and go through the trials and tribulations of becoming a pokemon master <laughs> 
And it's really funny because when I was doing research for this, I realized how often he does fail. Yeah. Like, I never that's like paid the, That was such a big deal. Yeah. When he finally won and every, like, it was a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, he really wasn't. Because, you know, now that I think about it, I'm just like, yeah, he won everything. He was Ash Ketchum. He's a protagonist. And he really didn't. Like, no. He... And he was he like, won he won a lot like of a the lot. the minor stuff, but whenever it came to facing like a league or yeah, something like he would really really major, no, he always lost. And it was because I was doing my research and I realized because like at the beginning of his career, if you will, a lot of the badges he got were kind of circumstantial. Like he didn't get them by winning Pokemon fights. He got them yeah. because he helped out like the gym leader and he learned a life lesson. And they were like, "You're cool. Here's this." It wasn't until later. That he like was earning them, which he still like earned them, but it's like you can see definitely why he would lose because he technically wasn't training as much, so he had to like learn and train his Pokemon, and both of them get stronger, and it's just great. And I just remember watching that growing up and loving the movies when they would come out and thinking how cool this was. And then obviously, you know, you sometimes outgrow something. So I stopped watching after a bit. Uh, they changed his design. He got a new voice actor. He has new friends. I remember trying to go back a while back to watch an episode. And I'm like, who are these people? I don't know them. <laughs> yeah, I think I stopped around Pokemon Advance mm-hmm. with, um, I think her name was May and she had like a little brother. Yeah. Because I remember I their series was the much. Jirachi movie and I thought the Jirachi movie was really cool. Yeah. It was funny because I didn't realize how much, like, Ash was still there, but I didn't realize how often his, like, friend group kind of changed. Because it was always Yeah, every Misty time he goes to Brock. a new region, except for, like, the beginning, obviously. Because yeah. he started with, like, himself, and then he met Misty, and then Brock, and then Brock left for a bit, and it was just Misty and someone else. And then Misty left for Tracy. a bit. And then, yeah, Tracy. And then or Brock came back. Like yeah. And I remember I stopped at the time the actual, the trio I grew up with, Misty and Brock and Ash, when they split up like they officially split up yeah because i was like oh okay this is like a turning point and then i just never went back to it and then i i remember because with the original series that we watched as kids they had a pokey rep before yes before they extended though 151 pokemon there was the original 151 and i remember knowing that song backwards and forwards i don't anymore i actually listened to it doing my research and like some of it came back (laughs) but not all of it (laughs) but i used to be so proud because i was like this is just knowledge i know i love the pokey rap i'm gonna add it to this episode but i remember that because like the the pokey rap and the opening for pokemon they are boss so good honestly they really like there's so many shows that we talk about that are like these were made in the 90s and the 90s just knew how to make opening theme songs they would just you would get so hyped to watch this show and you wouldn't i mean you couldn't at the time because we didn't have the the power to but you wouldn't skip the opening you sat there throughout the entire song you sang along to it every single time yeah i remember doing that especially with my mom it's just like a lot of this tied back to like nostalgia with my mom. Like, I think that's why it sticks so much because it's just like, this was good memories I had with my mom and my sisters, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, and this was one of them. It was just so good. And she loved Pikachu. I still love Pikachu. Uh, he's one of my favorite Pokemon. All of my favorite Pokemon are in the first generation. As, so there's that. <laughs> but yeah, you know, Pokemon is just such a wide ranged 
franchise, if you will. So in my notes, I have that Pokemon is one of the highest grossing media franchises of all time. Yeah. Um, you know, including the extremely successful video game, the anime series, which has shows and movies, all of the merchandise, like the Pokemon cards that I mentioned, the spinoff game of Pokemon Go. And it's the third best-selling video game franchise behind Mario and Tetris, which I love. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's not surprising because like 25 years later, it's still going strong. There's a bunch of anniversary stuff that comes out. The anniversary cards that I've been seeing have been beautiful. But, you know, all the original Pokemon was the original for 1251, if you will were just our favorites and it's just something we enjoyed and then watching the show was always fun the camaraderie between ash brock and misty team rocket just being there jesse and james will forever be the comic relief that i look forward to (laughs) they are great like i love team rocket because of them anyone else that i meet for team rocket whether it be in the games or i know there was another team in the series i just don't remember their names Butch and cassidy i think yeah but see like that's what i mean like i they weren't as important to me because they weren't jesse and james that's fair <laughs> and i i love them they're just so good and then <laughs> yeah i just i love them i love the original series so much as a, as a kid like rewatching it and that nostalgia just fun <laughs> yeah but yeah that's just my rant of pokemon well the first generation i feel I'm not as equipped for the next generations because I wasn't as big of a fan at that point. But oh, I love for that. anyone in the That's audience also who where is, I started in the games. Yeah, for anyone in the audience who is who's listening, you know, you can tell us your favorites if you will, because I not there, <laughs> just the original. <laughs> my nostalgia, as I've said plenty of times in previous episodes, I'm a big proponent of nostalgia, and that's what Pokemon is for me. It's a great part of my childhood. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'll transition because mm-hmm. Digimon was not uh, nostalgic for me <laughs> <laughs> because um, Digimon wasn't really as widely available as Pokemon is. Mm-hmm. And so I actually didn't watch Digimon until I was in college, <laughs> but I still love it dearly. Uh, it's also because, you know, well, I'll get to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll just start with a summary. Um, it's going to be a little difficult. I will say that my notes are kind of all over the place, kind of like Lisa's are. It's really hard to talk about Digimon because it's so vast. Yeah. There are so many different seasons. And depending on which season you are on, depends on the story-ish. <laughs> and I kind of put that in my notes too. In my In my disclaimer for the summary, I was like, depending on which season you're talking about, there are like slight nuances that are different between each season, which honestly, if I, yeah, if I'm being completely honest, I could only describe it as vibes. <laughs> I don't, I, there's a plenty of other ways to describe it, but like, I'm going to describe it as vibes. Each season has a different vibe and I like most of them <laughs> in general though. Digimon is about a group of kids called the Digidestin most of the time anyway that most of the time get sucked into the digital world somehow or get brought into the digital world and they partner with digital monsters to save both our world and the digital one. Sometimes the Digimon go to our world. Sometimes the Digidestined are the Digimon. Sometimes they use cards to enhance their power. Like I said, vibes. (laughs) 
But saving the world is pretty much always a constant theme in Digimon. I don't remember that. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Lisa. Someday I want us to just, in our old age, when we're sitting on rocking chairs, I'm like, let's go to the internet and let us watch Digimon. Yeah, it just maybe like I was one of those kids where I <laughs> thought Pokemon was better. So <gasps> I didn't really like Digimon and I did try, but it wasn't for me. I just always thought Pokemon was superior. My sisters, however, are the opposite. Woo! You know, they like it. I'm sure it has its quirks, which you will tell me. Yes. <laughs> But I was that is kind of, of some people. of my, yeah. yeah, I talk about that a lot because, you know, and obviously when I was doing my research, a lot of people are like, well, Pokemon is clearly better than Digimon. I was like, yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like they're kind of equal. I'm not saying Digimon is better mm-hmm. because I, I do really love Pokemon. Obviously, I love Pokemon. But going back and watching it, I could see all the great things about Digimon that just were never expressed to me as a child, obviously, because <laughs> I didn't have access to it, so I could never watch it. But there were so many things that people would tell me about Digimon. And I was like, oh, it must not be that great. But then going back and watching, I'm like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before I get into my talking points, though, I will say that there are several seasons of Digimon, just like Pokemon. And each one kind of has a different vibe, except for the first two. So Digimon and a Digimon, or sorry, Digimon Adventure and Digimon Adventure 2 are kind of the same realm because they utilize the same characters-ish. So the first one is, you know, there's like seven of them, later eight. They're the Digi-Destin. They partner with the Digimon. They get sucked into the digital world and they use their, they well, they don't use, but they partner with their Digimon to like save the world or whatever. Digimon Adventure 2, they're all older. So some of like the older kids are also like they still have their Digimon partners, but there's also like a some younger kids that kind of join because in the original series, two of the kids are much, much younger, while the other ones are kind of like maybe preteen age or teenager. Well, I wouldn't say teenager because I feel like in Adventure 2, they are teenagers. Mm-hmm. But two of the kids are much, much younger. So they're kind of like older now. And then they have like a kind of a new group of kids that they are with. Then there's season three, which is Tamers. Season four, which is Frontier. Season five, which is Data Squad or Saviors. Sorry, Savers, depending on which uh, version you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with season six. It's either Fusion or Zyros Wars. I don't really know how to pronounce it, but I'm going to just say Zyros Wars depending on which version you're talking about. And of course, there's the Digimon Adventure Tree, App Monsters, Digimon Adventure Reboot, which I really want to watch because it's basically the original Digimon, but with new animation, and um, Ghost Game, which I think is the most recent Digimon. There's a lot of Digimon. (laughs) I'm mostly going to be talking about the first six-ish seasons because I really don't like season five. I think Data Squad is dumb, but (laughs) all the other ones are fabulous. The other stuff, Digimon Adventure Tree, I didn't really watch because as much as I wanted to watch it, it was like a six-part movie or six-movie series or it had lots of parts to it. And I was like, I'm not going to watch it and then wait and then watch and then wait. So I was like, I'm just going to wait for everything to come out and then I can binge the whole thing. (laughs) And so I have not watched it, but it is on the list. And the same thing with the adventure reboot. I would love to watch it with new animation, but I'll get around to it eventually. But the other two seasons, the App Monsters and Ghost Game, I'm not going to lie. 
I wasn't really that familiar with because I kind of fell off after Digimon Fusion, and I'll talk about that um, in a minute. So what you were talking about earlier about Pokemon, you know, you just didn't think that Digimon was as good. Me and my friend Lisette, who is my best friend, we actually discussed the differences between Pokemon and Digimon a few years back because even though obviously she loves Pokemon, she actually really also loves Digimon, just not as much. Obviously, she doesn't have like an obsession or a fan fiction or anything like that with Mm -hmm. Digimon, but she also really, really loves Digimon. We were talking about the differences and we were talking about how Pokemon was probably became more popular with like American audiences because it's very lighthearted and fun mm-hmm. and Digimon is not it's very and not that it's not lighthearted but it is especially in the ni- the 90s like the older versions hilarious 90s humor great <laughs> but they have like it just gets very serious from the beginning because from the beginning they get sucked into this random world they don't know where they are there's these dangerous monsters everywhere and it's very quickly about survival as soon as they get sucked in and then their mission is just to it's like it's to save the world it's not necessarily like pokemon where you know he wants to be the very best like no one ever was as much as i love that digimon is very much save the world or our worlds are going to be destroyed So I know this is crazy for me to be like, you like something that's not like fluff? (laughs) I do. I mean, we discussed this when we talked about Yu Yu Hakusho. I do like stuff that's not always fully fluff. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of crazy for me. Yeah, I have layers. I'm like an onion. (laughs) I I shed several of my layers because it was so hot outside today. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) yeah, Pokemon has that fun and lighthearted vibe but I think and my friend Lisa agrees that sometimes it just feels like maybe Digimon wasn't as popular because it was more serious and when you're a kid you don't necessarily want everything to be like serious you know you want things to be lighthearted and fun when you're watching cartoons Mm -hmm. so yeah my next point is that there is a little bit of differences because people sometimes think that Digimon is like a ripoff and I get that because I think um, in one of the videos I was watching, I had to confirm because I wasn't 100% sure, but Digimon did come out after Pokemon. Oh, I thought it came out first. Well, reason. it probably, so I thought so too. I thought Digimon came out before Pokemon, but according to the research that I did and the video that I linked, they said Pokemon came out before Digimon. And I was like, that seems wrong than I remember because I remember looking it up <laughs> once before but I will trust you random stranger of the internet <laughs> yeah for some reason I thought it came out like a year before but I guess yeah. we're both wrong but you know yeah I mean but- I'll probably look it up again just to be sure and if somebody wants to correct me if I'm definitely wrong and if this person on YouTube was wrong I'm sure that is fairly accurate but I thought Digimon came out first but anyway even with that fact and maybe I am ba- mixing it backwards because now I'm like trying to remember no it i'm looking it up now it, it came out after okay 97. great thank you like a for year. fact checking us <laughs> it, yeah. it was gonna bother me and i was like no i thought we both were right yeah but i thought no. we were right too the point is is that a lot of people are like well digimon is a ripoff of pokemon but there are some differences even though they have similar names obviously like i said digimon is a little more serious than pokemon mm-hmm. but also the ev- evolution is different the way they evolve. So the monsters in Digimon, they don't stay evolved. In Pokemon, you know, you have to work really hard. And you have to train your Pokemon to evolve and become stronger. And you face different challenges as you progress through the region. 
but in Digimon, they digivolve for a short period of time and only when they need to. And to me, this kind of symbolizes that they don't have to be at their strongest all the time because the dangers kind of come and go again with that theme of saving the world. Mm-hmm. Whereas opposed to like Pokemon, your challenges get progressively harder as you go through the region. So you want your Pokemon to get stronger and stronger and stronger because the challenges get stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah. Not that there's not strong challenges in Digimon, but you don't have they're not facing those dangers. It's not about getting stronger and stronger and stronger. It's about facing the challenges when they appear in order to save the world, you know? Yeah. But for you specifically, Lisa, I kind of <laughs> like that they go back and forth between looks because it's kind of like an outfit change. And I know <laughs> how much you love those. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because there are multiple, because they have, obviously they have different versions. And sometimes I wish this was the case in Pokemon because there are sometimes where I'm like, obviously Growlithe is like one of my favorite Pokemon and I like Arcanine, but maybe I don't want him to be Arcanine all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like in Digimon where they can be like their, you know, ultimate form and then they kind of go back to their kind of smaller, cuter form. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> that you can walk around with and maybe put on your shoulder. That kind of reminds me of like, Whenever, because you know how in Pokemon, all of them, all the Pokemon look the same and Mm -hmm. you only know the slight differences if they happen to be wearing something different. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I can't remember what this other character's name was, but he had a Pikachu and his name was Sparky, I think. And I can only tell he was different because he had bangs. (laughs) I just remember thinking that I'm just like, oh, yeah, all the because how can you tell which is yours? You know, they all look alike. Except, they had like little bangs or sometimes yeah. they wear like bow ties or whatever. Yeah. Or like the squirtle that Ash had, we knew it was his squirtle because he wore Obviously. these really cool sunglasses. The sunglasses. Yes. He was part of a gang. <laughs> that was yeah. a thing. But yeah. Just, and then he became yeah. a firefighter. So yeah. cool. <laughs> Sorry. That's just what that reminded me of. I was just like, yeah, they didn't change their clothes. How can you tell? Be like, nope, yeah. that one's mine. I just know. Which I'm sure <laughs> they did. But it was just like, you know, look at Yeah. Alike. And don't get me wrong. Like. There were, there are instances where you see other Digimon, like kind of groups mm-hmm. of the same Digimon and they do look similar, but, and that goes kind of into my next point is that, um, and I, I've noticed it, but again, as I was doing my research, it's just one of those things that of course, when I was doing my research, a lot of people are comparing it to Pokemon. So one of the points that they really point out is that Digimon can talk and have mm. full conversations on like Pokemon aside from Meowth where they just say their name. Yeah. So like you can have your Digimon and have like a full conversation with them. You can like strategize with them or just have a laugh or get into fights with them. Not that they couldn't get in fights with your Pokemon, but like your Digimon can like talk to you. Yeah. And that's just something that came up a lot in Mm -hmm. my research. (laughs) People were like, well, Digimon could talk. And I was like, I mean, that's cool. I always wondered why I don't. I didn't do the research for this one, but I never figured out why only some Pokemon could talk while others yeah. can't. I know with some of the legendary Pokemon, I guess because they're just more powerful, so they can talk to you. But like, why could Meowth talk, but Pikachu couldn't? <laughs> I yeah. Don't know. Well, there's a story behind that. If I remember correctly, and I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there was like some kind of experiment and that's why Meowth oh, can talk. I believe that. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Along with the whole talking thing, though, it does also come up a lot that Digimon are kind of like actual partners and fight alongside their Digidestin by choice, not because they were captured. 
And I, again, it's not something I necessarily thought about until I really got into the thick of it with people who had very strong arguments for either side. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll talk about it. But like, I, I get both sides because obviously I love playing Pokemon. And the whole point is that you capture them and then somehow they become like trusting of you or they become yours or whatever. But it is very true that, I mean, they have like the whole DigiDestin, they have like a kind of like a faded partner sort of thing. So they're they're bound by this partnership, but like it's also not like, oh, I captured you and now you have to do what I say. And they yeah. also like fight alongside them. It's not like, you know, we go around trying to pick fights with gym leaders, which is essentially kind of what Pokemon <laughs> is. I mean, it's yeah. Not. I'm, I'm wording it that way because that's kind of like you I go to the gym like, I challenge you. I mean, not all. I mean, I can see where they would definitely be passionate in the discussions because not oh, yeah. all Pokemon are just beholden to their owners i guess yes yeah, so like, very rebellious. Ash, you see that a lot oh, with like pikachu when they first meet he did not oh, yeah. have anything to do with him charmander became like a moody teenager after he evolved oh um, yeah you know ash had his problems with a lot of his pokemon actually yeah and then there was a adversary he had oh, i forgot this man's name where he didn't want to fight ash because he was very much like your pokemon are not your friends they're your property and the only time he changed his thought is when Ash's Pokemon, like, saved them when they were falling down a cliff. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you probably would only do that if you actually cared for your owner, if you will. Because there's the, the, a lot of people in this world who are like, yes, their Pokemon are technically their property, but they care and respect them. And yeah. Because our protagonists are like, treat them like friends. Yeah, exactly. Ash yeah. very much wanted to be friends with all his Pokemons, even though he yeah. wanted to be a Pokemon master. But very yeah, much. And that's why I struggled this with this point a little bit, but I still wanted to mention it because I know somebody will. Yeah, I can see where it would definitely cause discussion because, yes, technically oh, yeah. speaking, they did find these animals in the wild and said, you belong to me now and you're going to fight other <laughs> animals. Yeah. It does, yep. When you say it, so when you make it simple like that, it does sound weird. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> awful, but I'm like, but that's not... But there's more to it. Okay. There's nuance, context. Yes. So again, I struggle with that. But if I think about it too, I kind of like the aspect on the other hand about Digimon being like their partners and actively choosing to to be there as opposed to them being captured. Mm-hmm. But moving on. We're gonna talk a little bit specifics about Digimon because I feel like I have to talk about my love. <laughs> A little, except for season five. Like I said before, season five is blah. <laughs> I don't really like season five. I mean, he basically like punches his Digimon and then they become partners, which I think is kind of a weird, maybe a very shonen thing to do. And normally I feel like I wouldn't <laughs> necessarily mind that because I like shonen and like sometimes in shonen, you just have to punch your best friend and then that's how you talk about your feelings. Hello, Bakugo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just, it didn't, like, I tried, I tried so hard to watch season five, and I just didn't really care for it. So I kind of gave up on season five and picked back up with season six. Obviously, season one and two are the OGs, and I love them very much. I also love Patamon. He's probably my favorite Digimon. I have a stuffed Patamon amongst my collectibles. (laughs) Season one and two, again, OGs, they have the song. Which actually the song is used for the first three seasons, not just the first two. But they have the good song. They have 
the story. They have the great characters again. It just it builds in a way that's just so interesting and different. And I really, really like it. Then season three is Digimon Tamers. This one, I think, is actually the most serious of all the seasons to me. But I think the seriousness is balanced greatly by Terriermon. You, Lisa, would love Terriermon. Okay. Terriermon is sarcastic and has no problem telling people how it is. Perfect. <laughs> I want to find, if I can find, I know there's a video somewhere, but there's a video where Terriermon is just, oh my gosh. I just have to send you a video of Terriermon. It's so funny. Um, I love Terriermon. Probably one of my favorite Digimon. Uh, if I could get another like plush of a Digimon, it would probably be Terriermon. Uh-huh. Maybe Gatomon, but Terriermon definitely. And I think season three is one of my favorites. I will say, kind of side note, you know, back when you worked where I work still and you had to clock in with your ID. Uh-huh. So in Tamers, they use cards to like enhance their Digimon's like abilities so they have and every i should mention too they have these little digi vices that like depending on which season you are and do different things but in season three you can use it you swipe your card and your your digi vice and it helps enhance your your digimon whether that be a digivolution or like whatever and one of the characters is like so dramatic like swinging his arm every which way before he he swipes his card right (laughs) so every time i clock in i think about that character and recently like just yesterday actually i did it this morning i went to clock in and i clicked the in button and i moved my hands like all around and then dramatically swiped my card and the whole line was laughing at me (laughs) and i was like you're welcome entertainment exactly so i think about that i think that's one of the reasons why i love tamer so much because even though it is the most serious it has some of the most ridiculous things and i love it (laughs) anyway moving on to season four digimon frontier it's hard digimon frontier probably has one of the best opening theme songs (laughs) because that's actually the first one that changed because like i said the first three seasons had the same opening Mm -hmm. digimon frontier had a different opening and again those early 2000s i mean 90s really but like early 2000s also had great bops of theme songs i really liked this theme song and i liked the premise because this is the one where they like are the digimon they like transform into the digimon and there's a very really like probably one of my favorite scenes of in all of digimon when basically they get like these messages on their phones to like and that basically they invite them to the digital world. Maybe they don't invite them, but they get these messages. And so these kids get on these trains and there's like this really cool scene where all these trains are, it's taking them into the digital world, but they're all like passing each other. And the kids are like, it's just, I don't know how to describe it, but it's one of my favorite scenes. I really, really love it. And again, it's really different because they are the Digimon in that one. Okay. I'm skipping five. Obviously I've already talked to that. It's blah, but <laughs> season six is Digimon fusion or Digimon Zyros Wars, depending on again, which, version you're looking at Mm -hmm. fusion actually grew on me i didn't really like it at first because again i had just come from season five where i was like why is this happening to season six where i'm like i don't really know because this is kind of getting into like maybe my brother's age range at the time you know because i was in college again when i watched this i was like "Uh, maybe this is kind of like more into my brother's age not that that makes any difference Mm -hmm. 
But I was like, I just don't really know if this is for me. But it grew on me. The theme song grew on me. I actually have it on my iPod. I love the song very much. Um, It's actually pretty catchy. And I started to really like the characters. And this is one of the ones, there are more, I think, in season, actually the first season and the second season, the Digimon do kind of make their way into the real world at one point. And in Digimon Tamers, the Digimon are kind of in the real world. And this one, they do make their way into the real world. So, like, it's not just in the digital world in this one. And I really, really like it. I like, I think this is the one with Gilmon. Maybe that's season three. Now I don't remember. <laughs> There's a lot of different Pokemon part, not Pokemon, LOL. A lot of different Digimon partners that I'm like, I get confused sometimes because there's so much. Yeah. Again, six whole seasons <laughs> of Digimon that I absolutely adore, except for five. So maybe just five seasons. I mentioned that I would talk about this before, but I, again, I don't really watch, I didn't really watch past Fusion because. To me, the way Fusion had kind of its final battle was kind of the end for me. Like, I thought that was a very cool way for things to go. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to ruin it for anybody that potentially hasn't watched it or may watch it in the future. But to me, I thought it was really, really cool. So, like, I didn't really think about there being any more past that until I found out there was more. I mean, again, there's Digimon Adventure Tree and the reboot, but I didn't think there were like newer seasons of Digimon because I'm like, yeah, Zyros Wars was the end. (laughs) Anyway, that's pretty much what I have on the seasons. There is also several movies and I remember the movie for, there's usually like a movie for like each season or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Cyrus Wars didn't have a movie, but again, the way they ended it, that final battle was really good. So they didn't need a movie. (laughs) But the (laughs) first movie for, I think, Adventure, the first season of Adventure was really cool. I think they had probably like one of the best villain bad guys of anything. And so I highly recommend the movie. (laughs) Anyway, Mm -hmm. wrap up points. Obviously, we talked about this a little bit. There is a uh, lifelong debate that will continue probably until long past we are of this earth about Pokemon versus Digimon. But I honestly don't think one is necessarily better than the other. I think they just have different strengths in their stories. Mm-hmm. I am curious, however, how what like everyone listening thinks and if they have like a favorite do they think one is better and why like why do they like one more than the other yeah because obviously again we talked about how like i love pokemon i've played pokemon games i'm not necessarily like i haven't played like any of the digimon games but i really really love digimon too so i'm very curious what other people my other wrap-up point for anyone who hasn't watched it and also is kind of like pokemon is better i'd say give digimon a chance yeah. I really like Digimon. I think it's fun and goofy, but also has great plots because, again, it's about saving the world and both the digital world and our world from collapsing and being destroyed. And again, it's that very typical like anime plot where our fate is in the hands of like children or teenagers. <laughs> you know, the usual. Yeah. So like, why not? Why not watch it? <laughs> yeah. So I uh, just feel you should give it a chance. And I have a couple of links. Obviously, the most important things are the openings. I have links to all the openings. Mm-hmm. Though one of them is kind of a compilation of most of the openings. I also have a video. A sh- it's a short video about what this person particularly likes better about Digimon than Pokemon. But they also have a video on their channel about what they like about Pokemon more than Digimon. So they're 
equally fair. I just only linked the one about Digimon for my purposes. Mm-hmm. And I also am linking the fandom page because there is so much information on the Digimon fandom wiki page. So if you have a chance or if you're curious, you will get lost, but it's there. <laughs> and as far as where to watch Digimon, I don't know. I literally just probably find it on YouTube or um, it might be on Netflix. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember where I watched it. I just know that I watched it. <laughs> I forgot my wrap-up point. I realized as you were doing yours. Oh, yeah? What's your wrap-up point? Um, it was just one. It was just because of how long the series is going. Um, but for Pokemon, because it's been such a going on for so long in such a strong series. But after 25 years and 25 seasons, Ash Ketchum is officially retired and yep. will no longer be the protagonist of Pokemon because he has finally become the world's greatest Pokemon trainer. Yep. I may have cried when I heard that being announced. Yep. Even though I didn't watch it, but I was like, oh, finally. Oh, but also, My yay. best friend, Lisette, <laughs> was upset about it. She Aww. actually called me. Normally, we don't talk all that often mm-hmm. but she called me specifically to talk about her feelings <laughs> it just it feels great like that's what he wanted and also he's been 10 years old for like 25 years so I'm just like he finally achieved his goal good for him that's such a yeah great thing. I don't think she was upset about the fact that he became a Pokemon she had others she was a whole she had a whole dissertation I'm not gonna get into it yeah. that's interesting but yeah that was my wrap-up point and also you can watch Pokemon on Netflix. I don't know where else, but I do know you can watch Pokemon, especially Indigo League, which is my favorite because it's the one I grew up with on yeah. Netflix currently. Now, where to watch Digimon? Usually I look this up beforehand. <laughs> okay, it says Hulu or Prime Video. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, do you have a. Let's uh, move on to segments. Do you have any recommendations? I don't. Play the game. Watch the show. <laughs> this is 25 years of material. You'll find something. I recommend That's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I also don't have a recommendation. I'm like, you should just either watch Pokemon if you feel in the same vibes or maybe, you know, watch Digimon. Yeah, pretty much. It's just... Other ones I would normally, but this is just so long. <laughs> and there's yeah. so much material that it's just, you can't get through it all. You just can't. That's fair. But also, if I had watched Digimon more, like, faithfully, I'd probably just been like, watch Digimon. <laughs> it's similar, you know? <laughs> I think that's it. I don't have any other segments. I mean, I will say it's not really unrequited merch. I think it's fairly attainable. Mm-hmm. But I really want the series the digimon series on dvd which you couldn't get before and then they re-released them and i'm kind of shooting myself in the foot that i didn't buy them when they came out because now season one is like i don't know like 70 dollars, and i'm like ugh, yeah why yeah i don't think i have any unrequited merch because like if anything i would get a plushie but those are easy enough to come by yeah that's fair i know i got a Currently, I have a um, because my favorite Pokemon is Pikachu. My best friend's favorite Pokemon is Eevee, and so for Christmas last year, which I still haven't given her her gift because we kind of just mutually agree we will just in person give each other our gifts instead of 
sending things every time we find it because sometimes I just find things I'm like oh Lisa would like that and so we just like compile everything until we see each other cute yeah but for Christmas it came in a pack um of two and there was a poke uh, not Pokemon there was a Pikachu dressed as an Eevee and an Eevee dressed as a Pikachu so I have Pikachu dressed as an Eevee and I gave her the Eevee that's dressed like a Pikachu that's so cute yeah <laughs> that's like perfect too <laughs> yeah I love that. Currently, movie. he's sitting with my Haku neck pillow. <laughs> yeah. Because I have a Haku neck pillow. As one should. Yes. I too would have one. I love Haku. I got it on Amazon. Yeah? Yeah. I randomly saw it and I was like, I need this in my life. <laughs> I do need. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's time for the plugs portion. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like to be a part of the conversation... You can follow me, Cassie, on Twitter and Instagram at SassyKCreates, where I post pretty much nothing. <laughs> well, you can follow me, Lisa, on TikTok or Instagram at Bway underscore baby 425. I post more on TikTok recently than Instagram, but my Instagram stories is pretty active lately. Cool. I have a hard time with social media. I told myself I was going to be better about Instagram and... Um, here we are. <laughs> Anyways, if you have any respectful thoughts, feelings about Pokemon and Digimon, one being better than the other, or maybe not quite that violent, because I feel like some of those arguments can get pretty violent. If you just Passion. have a reason or several <laughs> that you like one or the other and why, or if you have a favorite Pokemon or Digimon, please let us know. Yeah. Yeah, I would just really love to know. Even if you have something that you think might be similar to these that you want us to be as obsessed with as you, I don't think there's really... I mean, there probably is. Probably Yu-Gi-Oh! I feel like it's on the same plane. But if you have something that you want us to be obsessed with, you can... Any of those things. Mm -hmm. You can visit my website, sassycassie.com. Convince me. Where this podcast and all other manners of the abyss have gathered. (laughs) Yeah, convince us or tell us about everything. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to support me, you could go to my YouTube. I also have a Patreon where um, I don't have a lot going on there. I'm hoping to do more. But like I said in the beginning, which will probably be the cold opening, I'm having surgery soon. So I am focusing a little bit on my health. So there's not a lot on there right now, but hopefully soon. But if you're interested, you could check that out. You can check out my YouTube. Again, I have an Etsy shop called Nerd Blossom. Or you can leave us a review. We want more suggestions. Especially with our uh, next year schedule coming up to discuss. So yeah, I know. I I people don't really know this, but usually I do them. I start working on. I do six block, six month block, in, like at a time, like mm-hmm. six month blocks, and I start working on them like six months prior to that six months. So mm-hmm. typically, I would have first started working on this in June, but I got sick and then I got sick again and then I got sick again and then Lisa was out of town so like I haven't really had time so I will be working on the next six month schedule for everything coming up soon so if anybody has any suggestions something that we need to check out and be obsessed with immediately please let us know Mm -hmm. with that in mind thank you all again for being a part of the conversation and hearing us out thank you